Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan Mack Wilds, one third of Guys Next Door. And if you are hearing my voice, maybe you should be listening to Guys Next Door. If you ever wanted to get into the mindset of the young black millennial man, all of the things that we go through, love, sex, relationships, financials, technology, mental health, and everything that lies in between, this show is for you. Now, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you guys are probably listening to a really, really nice podcast, but make sure you guys go subscribe right now to Guys Next Door, and we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Peace. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Welcome to the... (laughs) 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 Yep, that's the type of podcast it's going to be today. Welcome (laughs) to the Quicksilver Formula World Podcast. My name is Nyasha and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Joining me, as always, is my co-host and co-founder, Tandy. Hi. Hi, Tandy. How's it going? Great, you know, great Sunday. Yeah, look, it's it's been an epic Sunday. Fantastic Sunday. Absolutely fantastic. And look, speaking of epic, speaking of fantastic is our guest today. Look, let me tell you, this girl is part of the F-Series. This girl, she was on stage at Silverstone on our hosting day. It's Matt. One of the content creators on the planet. Wow. That is some hype. Yeah, none other than all about step one step how's it going oh it's going good yeah. i'm buzzing to be on the pod today with you guys i feel like we've got such a good race to talk about as well like, i am i'm buzzing i beg you give steph the uh the the round of applause please i, I did i just did the, i did oh, we didn't hear I, it no and look, it's all it's all deserved. Um so um where do we start? I'm i i am literally absolutely flabbergasted. Look, no better place to start than actually scratch that. Steph, before we get into the race. I just want to bring something up as a customer service kind of thing from from the blog. A couple of things. One, follow us, subscribe to the channel, all of that, all of that. I always forget to say at the beginning of the video, say at the end when no one's watching, do it now. Okay, <laughs> subscribe now. Follow us on Twitter. We just got to 250 subscribers, which is awesome. Thank you very much. Leave us a review on Apple um, yes. Podcasts. That would be very, that would be nice. I will actually publicly thank you if wow. you do so so wow. there you go well, there you go don't and want to do it actually do it. brings me to my next point well <laughs> tandy steph i don't know if you know yeah tandy was acting very stush this week yeah i don't know i'll tell you now tandy posted some pictures on twitter okay looking nice okay she got she got some traction on it people are yeah People are people are commenting, babe, you look beautiful, babe, stunning. Yeah, she's wet. The simps are out. No, the simps are out. But you know what? Even not even better. Even better. It wasn't even just simps. It was the women. Mm. 
women will say, wow, Tandy, you look great. And that's what we love. You know, we love seeing women uplifting each other. She about me. Don't see a lie. Look, look, (laughs) none of us are denying that in the slightest. Right. Tandy was wearing a very cool Lewis Hamilton t-shirt, yeah? That I'm wearing right now. That she's wearing right now, yeah? Everyone, comment after comment, where'd you get this t-shirt? Where'd you get this t-shirt? Where'd you get this t-shirt? You know what Tandy done, Steph? She aired everyone. Right. I'm not I'm not gatekeeping the the Lewis Hamilton tea guys I'd love to tell you where it's from but there's two things first of all it was a gift oh. and it wasn't a gift from anyone it, it, it was it was gifted <laughs> and it was a gift from um a sneaky link. There you go. There you go. There you go. I will get back to you on where it's from. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. Tandy said, You don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You don't know Mm -mm. where it comes from. Mm -mm. Okay. So, all of the. I do want a Yuki Tsunoda one, so I'm going to look for them, and okay. I will give you a great link. I promise. I promise. Okay. Don't you hold go. your breath, look. guys. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I think, like, I think I just wanted yeah. to make sure, because some of the fans might have been, like, thinking, wow, Tandy's stuck. Yeah, Tandy's I'm not a bitch. I promise. Me. I'll tell you where everything's from. I promise. Yeah. But this one top, I knew people were going to ask, and I was just like, please do not ask <laughs> me. <laughs> They asked. Don't ask me. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you now. They, they asked. <laughs> I, I, uh, I nearly texted Tandy to her, look, could you get back to these people? <laughs> could you get back to the girls? You're making us look awful right nah, now. Nah, <laughs> shout out all the girls who were so nice to me about it, man. If I ever went on Twitter, I'd be nice as well. But I don't. Yeah. I, love, I love all the girls on the quick one, quick stop um, Twitter because they're just the shout best. Out shout out to you all. Yeah, man. The best gals. Um, but look, <laughs> Tandy stiffness aside, there was actually a Formula One race today. I mean, Ooh, quickly, Steph, where does this race rank for you this season? Oh, uh, this has got to be the best race so far, all Crazy. season. Yeah. And we've had some fantastic races this season. Like, we have been spoiled with good races. Mm. But this is one of the best races I think I've ever watched as a Formula One fan. I. I don't even know if that's hyping it up too much, but oh my God, like I was watching it the entire way through. Do you know what? I actually thought I was going to be able to have a nap during this race. I was like, it's going to be easy. It's going to be no overtaking. I was like, it's going to be a nice chill Sunday for me. No, no. no. Valtteri Bottas no. said no. He was like, you will pay attention. You will watch this race. You will see the chaos that I have caused. And I did. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt at all. I don't think I could, I could have uh, described it any more succinctly. So thank you so much for that. Uh, You're I, I love a little nap during the race, and uh, let me tell you now, I was not afforded the time whatsoever. Um, yeah. absolutely crazy race, Tandy. Describe the the, the first lap crash, our uh, first corner crash. What are your emotions? And um, we can't even talk about whose fault it was because <laughs> there's two people who've done a lot. Yeah. So 
Charles, when he tweeted, he called it a, a game of bowling. And to be fair, it was just bowling, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was basically bowling. So we watched the match of bowling, you know, quick strike. Everyone was, like, scattered. <laughs> and yeah, we're I... I, just like you, Steph, I wanted to take a nap too. I literally went in, you know, today I didn't watch it on the big screen. I watched it on Now TV on my phone. And I did actually want to take a nap, but there was no point where I could take a nap. I was looking for little corners and every time it just kept getting exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. First lap was mad, though. Absolute, mad. Absolute madness. Madness. I think before we get into the stars and donkeys, which I think will kind of shape what we talk about in terms of the first lap incident. Um, could we just get a shout out for Lewis Hamilton starting on his own on the grid? Yeah. I've never we'll seen never that see before. that again. <laughs> like, yeah. That was crazy. Lights out and away we go for Lewis Hamilton yeah. only. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, I, let's get into now. But do you think he really... I was going to go in on Mercedes for not bringing him in, but there was a good point made um, by George Russell kind of saying, look, if he'd come in, he's first in, everyone's coming in after him. If they tried to release him, it, you know, either would have been an unsafe release or you'd have to wait till everyone's kind of gone through and he would have come out behind everyone. So he would have lost places anyway. Kind of damned if, damned if he did, damned if he didn't. Steph, do you, do you kind of, do you agree with that? Or I guess, do you think Mercedes... I mean, I guess should have should have come in. Do you know what? I hadn't even thought about the fact that it would have ended up being an unsafe release because we had Kimmy unsafe release and you know knock out he who shall not be named. Which let's be honest, <laughs> Kimmy was really doing the Lord's work there. But yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. But that's a very smart idea. I mean, I guess if you're at the front of the grid anyway, you don't get the luxury of seeing what everyone else is going to do. And yeah. I think Mercedes did make the wrong call because at the end of the day, that was a almost surefire victory for Lewis because. Uh, well, Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen, and Valtteri Bottas were not in the race. Yeah. So, yeah. Who was going to challenge him? Literally, no yeah. one. And I'm, I'm actually really glad that Mercedes made the mistake and that Lewis and they made that decision, whoever's decision yeah. it was, because it made the race so much more interesting. Like there was actually stuff on the table. Like there was interesting stuff going on. Lewis Hamilton had to make his way all the way from the back of the grid and prove that he's actually a good driver. Like I love it when that happens, even though I don't. But I love yeah. it when Lewis actually has to be has to be like, oh yeah, I can actually drive. I am in the best yeah. car. This is yeah, a circuit yeah. that's notoriously difficult for overtaking. But <laughs> I'm going to make those overtakes, and I'm going to get yeah. back to the front of the grid, and I'm going to be on the podium. So he oh, literally oh. silenced everyone <laughs> with this drive today. I think he drove absolutely fantastically, and I'm glad that he was at the back because it made it the stakes were a lot higher, and it made it more interesting. So yeah, thank yeah. you, Lewis. Yeah, I like I do always hate when Lewis has to do this thing where he has to prove to everyone because really and truly those who know know and we never have to question him. I've been telling you people every time you watch Lewis race, you're watching like a superhero because mm. we can't just keep going back to this whole debate. Is it the car? Is it the driver? Because we know, do you know what I mean? But when he does prove the haters wrong continuously, it's a satisfying taste in my mouth and I like it. It's yeah. great. It's great TV as well. It, it, it really is. It really is. I, I guess whilst we're on the subject of Lewis, let's let's talk about Candy, I'll come to you and then I'll come to you, Steph. In terms of qualifying, um 
and the boos. Where do you stand on on booing in F1 and I guess the booing of of Hamilton himself? Um. <clears throat> so in terms of booing, did it shock you guys that he was booed by Not the Hungarians? Nah. I expected it because the Hungarian fans are all he who shall not be named fans. Verstappen. Um, <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we weren't naming him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, his stand. So, and the way the media have actually played, like, we've been watching it throughout the week, haven't we? We've seen people take different sides, but I knew for a fact the entirety of Europe would have took Max's side, which we expect as yeah. black people. We already know why, Guan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So to see them booing him, I think Lewis definitely expected it, but I do not advocate for booing at all in sport. Like, I just think, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? But there's some people who do. But Lewis is definitely strong, and I think he definitely took it like my haters and my motivators. And... I did. I, I knew I was going to come on the podcast, but I did tweet the the video that said, "Do not listen." Like he's going to fuck your boy tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's seen that video, I was dying. Right. So I just uh, it was expected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was expected. So yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I, I mean, I expected it as well. To be honest, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't say I didn't expect it. I guess we haven't podded when we podded after Silverstone. Mm. It was at eight pm on Tuesday, so obviously we were pretty gassed. And I, you know, obviously there's a lot mm-hmm. of clips that have gone round. We don't apologise for any of it, but um, we obviously haven't discussed the fallout from Silverstone and. You know, we, I think we we'd seen Max's post and we'd seen the Christian Horner comments. I don't he, think the racism stuff was happening. Yeah, stuff was yeah. happening, but we hadn't seen like the racist comments mm. that had come out, and then obviously the fallout from that and and everything. Yes, do, do you think that? Do you think Red Bull management? Lewis mentioned the Red Bull management has you know he said i think you know the guys at the top of that team have basically you know caused this pylon i think toto said something similar and oh yeah the appeal you know we we haven't put it since the appeal happened and um you know all of the things associated with that do you think red bull had a, a part to play in this or do you think that the rivalry was always going to result in what's happened in the past couple of weeks do you know what it's a little combination of both isn't it because at the end of the day lewis after every race it doesn't matter what he does he's always going to get those comments he's always going to have those people that come at him for whatever he does man could crash out of the race and people would still be like haha lewis hamilton <laughs> insert racist comment here so that's going to happen after yeah. anything. So I'm not, 
that would have happened regardless. But the way that Red Bull have actually handled this, I just find so infuriating. And the like the worst comment that I saw was the other day when Christian Horner was literally speaking to Simon Lazenby and he was talking about the abuse, the racist abuse that Lewis had faced. And then he was like, no, well, Max has had abuse as well. And I was like, no, yeah. Christian, babe, it ain't the same thing. Hun, Christian, no. that was the bit that was the most infuriating for me. And I was like, you cannot even own up to what you've done. He was like, yeah, we put out a, a message condoning, condoning racism. It's like, oh, well, thank you for single-handedly eliminating <laughs> yeah. racism from Formula One. Thank you, Christian, for your generosity. So I appreciate that message so much. But yeah, I just think uh, yeah. the guys at the top of Red Bull have... The way that they've been going about this, I just think is wrong. And all it's doing is fueling that little orange army to go and run their mouths off all the time because Max doesn't get any consequences for his actions. So why would the Dutch army think that they're going to get any consequences to their actions? I mean, it's not, it, it's just not happening. So we're going to continuously see this yeah. for the rest of the season now and i think this is definitely this race as well has set a precedent i'm not looking forward to going to the netherlands in september i think we're going yeah i'm not looking forward to it exactly, i feel yeah. like that is literally just gonna be a giant pile on an excuse for everyone to absolutely shit on lewis i'm not looking forward to it uh i'm not i'm not for it yeah i know i mean look we um the next race is belgium that's going to be super max heavy as well. And then you've got Zandor. So, um, yeah, we've got two in a row of very heavy Dutch fan races. Um, uh, Yeah, it's it's not going to be pretty, to be honest. Tandy? Um, I think... The Red Bull, the way Red Bull discussed and kind of controlled the whole racist. I think, okay, for those who do not know what happened, um, there were a series of screenshots from the Red Bull team (laughs) group chat. And it was just basically, what can I say it was? The comments, guys. I don't I can't even remember what they were. I mean, it was was basically racist... Racist stuff. Referencing referencing a mixed race person who they clearly all hated. Now, what I do not like about the situation is Red Bull are treating this like a one-off situation. No, you guys were only sad you guys got caught. That was the one incident you guys got caught. Tells me this has been going on for a while now. Because if that guy was comfortable to say it in the group chat, it means everyone else was saying it. He was just the one who got caught. That's that's the point. That's what pissed me off about this situation. Because you can't just bring out a statement and say, sorry, we fired him because it's an institutional thing. It's clearly in the entire row of all you man. All you man were saying it in the group chat. That's your boy. That's your boy. That's your whole entire agenda. So the whole thing, when we're talking about Lewis... And Max and the race and what happened in Silverstone, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than rap. It's bigger. When Christian Horner is chatting about, you know, uh, Lewis is this and they're trying to bring him down, it's bigger than that. Which makes me think that Red Bull is a very stinky team and it stinks, mate. It's very stinky. I was getting so infuriated. I was on the phone to Yasha and I said, when did this come out? 
When yeah. did this happen? How did I not see this? This is disgusting. And that's why we have platforms like On The Chicane, freaking Quick Stop F1, people who, you know, black people who clearly want to talk about what's going on and have a voice for Lewis and tell you that, you know what, we're not happy with just a statement because we know there's more going on. Bang. Wow. Bang well, that's Bang. it. Bang. Thank you so much. I think... I've been bringing it. No, no. No, no. I mean... You've been uh, waiting for this one. Very... <laughs> I was waiting. I was mean, no. no, for sure. And I think... Yeah. I think it's really, yeah. really important. I think you... <laughs> I think it's really important, man. And I think it's really cool having you on, Steph, and being able to... Because there's a list of creators that I sent to Tandy um, in terms of like I was like you know before we started and you mm-hmm. were as like one of those people and it's it's really important for us to because I feel like although you know what we get F1 Twitter <laughs> we get F1 Twitter but there are a lot of people who are aware of yeah. kind of you know the, the the optics of what Red Bull did, the language that Red Bull used, mm-hmm. and you know why it's wrong. But there's also a lot of people who aren't, and it takes people like us to be saying things and and, and to be speaking up and using our platforms. It's really important. Um, I you know for what it's worth, I I, I found it yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to top what you said, Tandy. I found it really. At best, clumsy from Christian Horner. Um, this whole, the last two weeks, I think I tweeted that, you know, we're watching Red Bull crumble it over one crash to support Max, you know, just to make it look like they're back in Max. They have called Lewis Hammer and all kinds of words to insinuate that he is not as skillful, that he's not as courteous that he's that he's callous as a driver he's careless as a driver he was willing to put someone in hospital he was you know um, aggressive aggressive aggressive. when your driver is Verstappen yeah it's crazy so it's it's mad so I think I guess uh, from us on you know the whole reason yeah of course we all want to leave it behind um but it definitely left a, a very bitter taste in the mouth um, so yeah, and I uh, to be fair, there's a reason why Karen Horner was trending like four out of the last five days. Like it was mm-hmm. just, it was, it was absolutely madness after madness from Liverpool. But you know, they had a bad race last week. They're probably coming into this race thinking, you know what? It's okay. It's only one race. Guys, what comes around, bro? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you're going to run your mouth, you're going to run your mouth, you're going to talk shit, that's what's going to happen, okay, I'm not saying, the clown comes back, it really does, and you know, I've got no apologies in saying that, Um, look, let's not, let's come off of Karen and let's go on to the stars of the day. There are so many drivers that we could choose in this section. Yeah. Um, so, Steph, as the guest, you get to go first. Um, who was your star of the day? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, there's actually quite a lot of them. <laughs> oh, do you know what? 
I'm going to give it to my boy, Nicholas Latifi, because you, like, yes. I, you guys don't even know, but I I love Nicky with my whole heart, and I don't even know what it is about him. I just really like him. Do you know what? Can I give it to a team? Can I just give it to Williams? I'd like it to be Williams, just in general. Because when I when I heard that you radio can. message from George that was like, if you need to sacrifice my race for Nicky, I'll do it. I was like, George, I was like, I don't have the emotional stabi- stability for this. And I'm just Aww. so happy that both of them yeah. scored points. Williams, six points they took home. I'm not even going to come on to the subject of the fact that George might end up being disqualified because I just don't want to think about it right now. But yeah, both of them, say, I just thought they drove I'm just, uh, so I'm just well. No, don't. I, I could yeah, potentially fall apart. <laughs> But yeah, I'm proud of Williams. Good job today. You're my star. Chef's star of the day. Love it. They uh, they did really well. It's been coming, hasn't it? Obviously, George has been knocking on the door a few times. Latifi's race pace has actually been quite close to George's. It's just his one lap pace, obviously, is is nowhere near George's. But uh, I think it's... I, it's a, a bit of a sweet irony. It happened with Robert Kubica as well when uh, when he was at Williams and he managed to get the only points of the season that year and kind of beat Russell in the standings. And it, it would be like a it would be quite ironic if if, you know, if no more points were scored and, and Latifi finished ahead of, of Russell in the year that he potentially goes goes to Mercedes. But what what a performance from, from Nicholas Latifi uh, and from Williams. Uh, Tandy, how people are tweeting us saying your boy, your boy scored points, and that was to Quickstop F1, of which you are a part of. So that means your boy, George Russell, scored points. How are you feeling? Tell Listen, I I give accolades where accolades are due. Do you know what I mean? Accolades. And you know what? I was tweeting it throughout and I said, where are you guys? I'll give you what you will get. You guys accolades. He needs for accolades. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, then posh ones. Yeah, yeah. Bless him. <laughs> uh, saw him shedding a few tears as well. I said, oh, George. I, I'm going to make that video into so many memes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He was crying. <laughs> Man was crying. I said, Oh, bless you. Long way to go, George. Has he just been holding that pride? No, no, come on. I want to know now. How long was he holding that pride? How long were you holding that team? He was out of the car. He was showered. He was changed. (laughs) And he's he's crying. But he gets to the camera. It's all too much. What do you mean, George? George, are you okay? You've had 20 minutes to process it, George. What are you crying for? I'm sorry, Steph. He knows how to play the game, isn't it? No, no. Welcome to the game, George. You are continuing those tears for crocodile tears from my boy, George. (laughs) No, I'm not having it. No, look. All I'm saying is thank you for joining us. Where the hell have you been? Um, Your seat is over there. Go sit down. So I'm happy for George. Okay, George, yeah. If we're we're talking about stars for me, personally, I I do have several as well. And in no particular order, George actually is in my little 
Okay. He's, he's there. He's in your little... From? For those on Spotify, Tandy's made little... <laughs> you know little when, you know when someone's about to like let a dove go and they're just cupping it and then they're just letting it fly? That's that's the motion that I've done. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I do have him in there. Go on. <laughs> go on, John. Be free. Go forth. Be free. He might come lucky again. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Would he have done that if, if the bowling incident... Dinner. No, no, no. For I sure. won't bring that up though, because we won't have that conversation. Let's just be happy for a minute. We're happy for him. We're okay? happy for George. Big, so, big points. Yeah, big points. exactly. I think the bowling incident was definitely for the underdogs to be like, go. Yeah. And I'll tell you the person who's my second champ, a young Yuki, Yuki Tanoda. Okay. Said, I see light and I'm going <laughs> to go. Wow. He said, <laughs> I liked it. No, for sure. Yuki, great driving. My star boy though. Okay. He's a star boy. Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> oh my god. You're gonna get us cancelled. Okay. Man single handedly made us... that race interesting Finish. to be fair. <laughs> Valtteri Bottas carried that race on his back. That race would have been boring without Valtteri's move. He knew what he had to do. He knew what he had oh to do. Wow. Valtteri Bottas retired from from me. carrying the entire grid of 20 drivers. That's why he retired. <laughs> um, stop. The man took a bullet for the team. Oh, my God. Tonight he, he will eat well. He gave up. A, he shot some bullets as well. He was taking people out. Like he was, a sniper. What happened? He, he just moved. He just, I've got to do it. And he did it. He did it. Um... A real soldier. We we salute you, Valtteri. <laughs> we salute you. I am. Uh... Oh man! <laughs> the Mag- if the Verstappen fans find this find this podcast this week, oh, they're God. They're coming for me. After last week, they, they they started they started finding us, and if they find it this week, um, you better run. You say? better so run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%, right? It's uh, it's going to be open season. I ain't scared of no ghost. <laughs> um, so um, what I was going to say was... Um, Verstappen said that he got taken out by Mercedes again, uh, which is technically not because of McLaren. But uh, we get the point. Um, but um, I guess... <laughs> I guess... Whilst we're the subject of Valtteri, um, how do you think, someone tweeted us, um, do you think that a five-place grid penalty was enough, or do you think it was fair? What yeah, I think it was think? fair. That shit was his fault. We know damn well that was his fault. Do you not think it could have been a 10-place grid penalty? I think it was fair. Did you go to fair? Yeah? No. Yeah, what are I you think... dropping in 10 places for? Because he took out, like, he, but five he, men. What, <laughs> he he only took us here. He only took out three drivers. You the first. <laughs> Yeah, the first hit made impact and then other people panicked and kind of caused the whole commotion. So really and truly, 
I think five is fair because everyone yeah. else panicked. <laughs> Do you want to know what my dad said? My dad was like, my Bottas, he's on his way to the stewards room right now. He's going. He's like, I only took out one guy. He was, he was like, yeah, Paul may have retired as a result. But like, I only touched Norris. It was like, it's only one. It's only one. That's a five second penalty tops. What are you dropping me five places for? But no, I do think it's fair. I think that that's exactly that's nice. what... Um, I think that's fair. Stroll got the same penalty. He only took out two other drivers. So uh, I think. Um, yeah. What was. What was will probably be that? stuck. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, was, what was the comparison that you made, Nyasha, on Twitter? You said he's like a school kid from where? He was sat on the tyres, yeah? Yeah. He was just sat on the tyres. And I was, it just reminded me of when school used to call my parents <laughs> and tell them that I've been fucking around at school. And so I would, like, deliberately take the long way home or, like, sit in the park just so I didn't have to go home. The way he was sitting on the tyres with his helmet on just sat there like, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> I, I, I fucked up. My mum would be like, did anything happen at school today, Tundeka? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Valtteri, I feel sorry for, I feel sorry for Valtteri in that he's actually had like a pretty decent run of races. He was good in qualifying. Um, but it comes down to this thing. We have said on this podcast from day one, his racecraft is poor. It's so poor. He gets yeah. not that he ever has accidents. I'm not saying he has accidents, but if he's behind someone, he struggles to get past. Invariably, off the line in the rain, I don't think I can remember him slicing through or like doing really well off the line in the rain. Um, Valtteri Bottas is one of the worst drivers on the grid when it is wet. He is awful. Yeah. I will cast your mind back to Turkey 2020 and how awful he was for the entirety of that race. I can't watch that race, actually, because every time I see him do a spin, I actually break down. It actually feeds into the serotonin that is pumping through my brain. And I'm like, that's that shit's funny. So, yeah, Baltry Bottas, nah, like, I never thought he was like going to have a good... Times. He was never going to have a good race today. No, no, he, um, yeah, I just, I guess, look, we've talked about George, we've talked about Valtteri, I feel like we have this conversation every week, but we might as well, because we're at the summer break now, uh, based on their performances this season, who should Toto Wolff put in the Mercedes seat for next season? George Russell! That You're welcome. So that was very I'll tuneful. Round of applause for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fair. I agree. Tandy, after you. Go on then, give it to George then. Go on then. So I can get on the podcast and talk about it. Go on then. Um, I think if it was close, uh. I think I think if it was close, I think today has probably 
probably swung it in George's favour, to be honest. I just think, I think if the title, if the title fight is going to be close, I, th- I think we've got a glimpse into what 2022 could be like if mm-hmm. all the teams are close, if there's, you know, potential for mixed up grids after sprint races. And no, whatever. guys, no, I'm sorry to interrupt, oh, but Sebastian Vettel has actually oh, just been no, disqualified. Is he been disqualified? Yes, because people were coming at me. Oh gosh, <laughs> let me tell you now. People were coming at me. People were like, oh, you need to eat your words. Hey, I am not. Hey, them words that I yet. I'm I'm regurgitating them. I'm sticking out. Get second place then. Lewis is up to second place. Oh gosh. We're back, baby. Back, baby. We're back, baby. Oh, Steph, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Guys, we should be pretty sad. About we should, yeah, we should be really sad. For- <laughs> <laughs> but George also stopped. What if George no, gets disqualified to too? Yeah, I was going to say, George No, is, but I feel uh, like, you know, Vettel's been here for a few years now. So? So, you know. <laughs> he's tough, right? He's all right. Yeah, no, he'll be fine. He's tough, uh, right? It'll be fine. I'm looking at some of the comments on Twitter. Oh, mm. it is. Uh, it is it blowing off? They love him. Love on Twitter, they love they my love guy. Him. It's crazy. Uh, and look, we've got someone here who loves who, who loves him. Steph, have, give us a live reaction. Um, Sebastian Vettel. This is my live reaction. <laughs> Rock on the whole way. <laughs> I'm really okay, upset. Okay. Uh, I don't. I know. Yeah, I don't know what to. I'm no. I'm actually really upset. That this man has been so lovely all yeah. weekend, been walking around in his rainbow pride stuff, and I've been like, I'm proud of you, Sebastian. Yeah, cool. I'm proud of you. Do you know what? I don't even. <laughs> I never yeah. even liked him that much. I never even liked him that much. And then last year, I just <clears> think <throat> he became a really, really yeah. likable guy, and now I just love him so much, and I think that he just deserves the world. And he's never going to win a fifth world championship. All these people on Twitter out here being like, Seb's not past it. He is past it. He's not, he's, man's not going to win another one. But we could have a nice Sebastian Vettel podium once in a while. You know, let's have him happy. But now they've taken it away. And I'm upset. But I'll get over it. I just, I need George to keep his points as well. If George keeps his points, then I'll be fine. But right now, I'm on. I'm on the edge yeah. of sanity. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, that George Russell ninth place is looking shaky. That guy stopped Glad on the racetrack. That that, uh, that that guy stopped on the racetrack. He ran out of fuel just <laughs> like Sebastian Vettel. So, uh, man, if he doesn't uh-huh. get those points after he's cried as well, that is going to be a madness. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. After that performance, Can't do both on the track and in the pen, <laughs> if he doesn't get any points, <laughs> let me tell you now, the fan cam I'm gonna make for George Russell. <laughs> no, because they actually kill me. They are so. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cooking. <laughs> I am cooking. Um, if you've got this form, do you want to know what this means as well? Sorry, sorry to interrupt again. No, no, 
Do you want to know what this means? That Carlos Sainz has now got another podium and hasn't actually been able to go on the podium to experience it. Oh, I actually really feel sorry for Carlos, you know, like, as I said last week, a few episodes ago, yeah. He needs to pop bad luck, hasn't he? Yeah. But he's got good luck because he's on the podium again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, he... That clip of him when he's got got told he's going to the stewards. Uh, I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna talk about that clip. Well, it's so funny. I'll put it in the video. That was that was so funny. It is hilarious. That clip is hilarious. I love it so much. It's the fact that Will Buxton's acting like he's in some kind of reality TV show, (laughs) and he's like, "How are you going to be the bearer of bad news?" <laughs> You've got to go to the stewards now. Uh, what for? Can we tell him? Can we tell- no, we can't tell him. We've just got to go. <laughs> Mate, so peak. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, okay, um, my style of the day is. Um, wow. God, right. One. Esteban Ocon, Jesus Christ. Esteban Ocon is my star of the day. I said a few episodes when we're talking about potential Mercedes drivers before the contract stuff started coming out. He I said he was a feature candidate for that seat because he is a really talented driver. I was so happy when he got his contract. I was really sad when it started going to shit for him after he got the contract. I was like, oh God, I really hope. This isn't like a long-term trend. But Esteban Ocon, well fucking done. First win. Um, since? Since ever. GP3. Uh, GP2, I think. GP2. Great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think it was a great drive. He kept off Sebastian Vettel the whole time. Um, and he just, I, I just think it's a really big moment for him. Um and I'm just really happy for him. I think it's an incredible driver. And now he kind of gets to be spoken about in the same levels that I think, you know, I think it's hard to choose between him and Gasly at the moment in terms of that, I guess, that little spot below Norris uh, in terms of, like, the young drivers. Um, if you were going to put Verstappen, Leclerc, Norris in kind of one, Russell, maybe in one tier... And then below that, maybe Gasly, Ocon. Who else is young? And all right. That's it. Stroll will stick him somewhere else. Stroll. But, um, but yeah. Stroll, I mean, I mean, Stroll, Stroll. But uh, anyway, what do you guys think of Esteban Ocon? Are you guys happy for him? I'm really happy for Esteban. Really, really happy for him. I'd even go as far as saying I'm kind of... No, nah, I'm not, actually. Well done, Esteban. I was going to say I was kind of happy for Alonso, but I know he sat there just eating his his pride, his meal. Like, ugh. Oh, man. Like, it's feeding his pride. Mm. I, I mean, look, I'm, we're going to talk about Alonso because I've got... Yeah. I've got that, some man. words for Alonso. Yeah, i got words for um, Although, I will say, on a driver level... Yeah. Drove very well. Mm-hmm. Well done, Fernando. Mm. You did well. 
we'll circle back to you. Nah, just don't even... <laughs> well done. Yeah, well done. Full stop. Um, I've got other words. Right, yeah. But we'll, we'll go back to that. Steph, yeah. Ocon, where do you rank Ocon? Oh, uh, do you know what? I love Ocon. I love him. Do you remember when he was at Force India with nice. Chekham? I absolutely despised Checo. I was like, you're the villain. You like you kept a seat from this young boy who's worked hard, who has pace, who's a great driver. And you kept your seat and you kicked him out of Formula One single-handedly. Even though it wasn't him, really. It was Lance Stroll. But doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't like Checo. <laughs> and I was like, I'm on the Ocon hype train. And then Ocon came back and I was like, oh, I'm so happy for you, Ocon. And then he got his second plate. Wait, was it second? I think it was the second at Sakir. And I was like, yes, Ocon. And then I was like, yes, you've got a contract renewed. And and then today I was like, you cannot hang on to the lead of this race. I was like, Ocon, I do rate you as a driver, but there's no way you can keep Sebastian Vettel behind you. And he proved me wrong. And he did. So I'm, I'm... I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. The good working hard boy, working class man from France. He's gone all the way up. Yeah. He's now Grand Prix winner and I'm happy for him. Very happy. Yeah, man. I definitely... he's actually a really nice fella as well. So that's yeah. all in bonus. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, no one really ever has a bad word for him in the past. Yeah. Everyone's... And you know, look, if Taylor Wolf is willing Apart to take one, he can't be a bad guy. Oh, yeah, of course. To be fair, though, now, on reflection, I love him for that. I absolutely... Yeah. Absolutely, like, now I know who Max Verstappen is. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Tell him he's a prick. Someone needs to tell him he's a prick. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my view on on on, uh, on Esteban. Um, I'm going to go first with my donkey of the day. Please. Obvious ones, Bottas, Stroll, I don't know if you guys are going to pick them. That's fine. They're for you. I'm going to go with Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso. I'll tell you why. Eh? I just don't like Fernando Alonso. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like I him, said that. I don't like him. Get in on him. I don't like him. I, am, I just cannot stand him. And the ego on this guy. Oh, I just hate him, I hate him, I hate him so much. Not only, okay, I'm happy for Ocon, great drive. He's stopped through great driving, he's a great great driver, whatever, like an epic Hamilton victory. Like, if, if Hamilton was able to get past him, that is like an all-time, probably the best Hamilton victory we've ever seen. Yeah. He stopped that. I'm a bit annoyed about that. What I'm mostly annoyed about, it's the constructive criticism that he tried to give Hamilton in the interview afterwards. Like, oh, he wasn't really taking the correct lines through the last corner. I don't really know how he how he couldn't get past me. Like, hey, bro, bro, like, humble yourself. Like, no one does that. No one goes, yeah, I don't really know why he couldn't get past me. Maybe he should have, like, taken some different lines. No one does that. No one does that. And then, then he said, oh, I kept him behind for Max after everything that's happened this week. It just smells. It smells just like all the smelly shit he's done in the past. I haven't forgiven him for it. So for me, Alonso's my donkey of the day. He did really well. Those were 10 incredible laps of racing um, between Hamilton and Alonso. And I don't want to take anything away from him for that. 
I just don't like him. And I don't know if people know on this podcast, I run it with Andy. Do whatever the fuck I want. If you want clinical technical analysis, <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's not gonna be here. Mm. Um so yeah, no, that is uh that's my dog with today, sorry. Um, <laughs> um I'll go Tandy, then I'll go Steph. Tandy. Um Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Mine was also Alonso. <laughs> my angle is that I just felt like the whole, obviously in light of what happened last week, I know the drivers are very bitchy anyway, and I feel like Alonso, of all people, is one person who will never take Hamilton's side due to history. And I just feel like that whole thing was personal. It was him feeding his own ego. It's very clear why Alonso came back to this sport, guys. Like we've been talking about, like, why did he come back? He's come back because he wants to be this pillar where he can turn around and say, yes, I'm losing, but look how much they're learning from me. I'm still, the, do you know what I mean? Like it was just feeding his <laughs> ego. Yeah. It's just, it's like, come on, just move out the way. Everyone else, Yuki moved out of respect. I know Yuki's got respect. Alonso yeah. is feeding his ego and it just makes me ill. And then, as you said, that interview, he was, what did he call him? He, he was like, um, Hamilton loves... He said something mad, which pissed me off as well. Um, yeah. Like, what are you still doing here, mate? Like, Yeah. I still think he's taking up a seat. Great driving. Yeah. Brilliant. Let's separate and he, yeah. yeah, separate his ego and, and just him being an absolute <laughs> prick. And just take him as a single driver who defended his teammate very well yeah accepted that you know i'm not gonna make it to podiums let me at least you know defend our team brilliant from him absolutely fantastic him as a passman him as a sportsman questionable i just i don't get him yeah yeah for sure i must say before i get to you steph great work by the alpine uh strategy team today Mm. i think they played it perfectly how they left uh, Alonso out for a bit longer. Yeah. The tyres really helps. You saw how Hamilton zoomed past Alonso, uh, past Sainz. Um, Alonso had much fresher tyres, I think, which is like negated to be discussed. Obviously, it's going to be a lot harder to uh, overtake him. Everyone else had pitted quite early, whereas Alonso stayed out, I think, latest out of the top five. So uh, he was always going to be a lot more difficult to overtake but Alpine did a great job there because they kept him out to ensure that Ocon could be protected so well done to Alpine yeah great uh strategy from you guys um Steph actually hold on wait yeah so was yours yours was Tandy yours was Alonso yeah yeah okay cool sorry Steph talk to me yeah mine's whoever's chilling at Alfa Romeo Who's whoever's letting these these boys speed in the pit lane, and whoever is letting these boys yeah. un- have their yeah. unsafe release in the pit lane, and then ruining their races? Because yeah. you know what, the Alfa Romeo's actually had a lot of pace this weekend, so I'm actually quite upset for them because they could have actually had a really good race. Kimi Raikkonen was doing absolute bits mm-hmm. before you know he got ruined, so I'm actually quite disappointed at just Alfa Romeo. I'm sorry, they're all donkeys, all of them. Well, sorry, maybe not all of them, but whoever was in charge of all of that stuff that was going yeah, on, no, Antonio it. Giovinazzi, yeah, don't speed. You yeah. know you you know you're not supposed to speed, so don't do it. 
But yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's who yeah, I'm going with. Still. Won't go with the obvious ones of uh, Bottas and Stroll because that was just very poor driving, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty bad, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Alfa Romeo were coming like harsh this weekend. I mean, like just uh, amateur hour, like super amateur hour. It was just for you to unsafe release someone so bad that it literally retires another car. Like that is just ridiculous, man. Um, I mean, luckily it was you know as Mazepin said, nobody give a shit. But um, like, but at the end of the day, he still done it. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, I just think that is just really poor, really, really poor. Um, that is all the donkeys. Anyone else got any 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 other bits? Mike um, Verstappen oh, when he hit Mick Schumacher. Yeah. We were thinking the same thing <laughs> there. We were on the same wavelength. You are on the same. What are you guys' thoughts on Mick? This weekend, Ooh, I think he should. I think he showed both sides of his development at mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's still very raw, mm-hmm. but I think when you saw him in combat, his wheel-to-wheel racing, I think he's shown it a couple times this season as well. Maybe Imola, I want to say, I can't remember, but there was another race where he was racing with other cars. Um, uh, and I think oh, I might be in Portugal, um, but yeah, I, I just think that he is really talented. But I mean, he did, he, he did it in every like category he was in. Like he would have a year where it was like a bit clumsy. He was getting used to it, and then the second year he would just be incredible. So I think it's more pronounced than F one, um, but he needs to cut out the crashes. And hopefully get more wheel to wheel racing. But that's what I think. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for Mick. Um, I think this weekend he he had my eye. He caught my eye. Um, and I I do like him as a driver. And can we also note that Mick was the first driver to put out a statement that wasn't just written by a PR, but was actually written by himself when Lewis was receiving racist abuse. So he's an alley too, guys. Oh. So. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Mick Schumacher, the biggest alley. Yeah. What do you think of Mick? Yeah, man. I love Mick so much. Yeah. I w- when I was at Silverstone last week, I was literally screaming. I was the only person in the grandstand that every time Mick would go past, I'd just be like, <laughs> And everyone was just looking at me like, why? And they were just like, why? <laughs> and I was like, it's because this dude is lovely. He's honestly one of the loveliest guys in the paddock. I... He's like Nicky. I just find him, I just think he's lovely. He's just lovely. He's wholesome, brings me joy. And I think what we saw today was a tiny glimpse of what he'll be able to do in machinery that is capable of actually fighting with other cars and isn't just, you know, a walking turd underneath him. So fantastic job, Mick. Can't wait Hmm. to see what you'll do in a couple of years when you're in that Ferrari. When you're in the Rari. <laughs> yeah. Rari um, workout. Oh, God, do you remember that song? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Fizzle. 
crying. Um, so um, we have come to the end of the review. Um, let us have a break. Um, so we've got three weeks, no F1 races. Um, so who do you think, after I'm not even halfway through the season yet, I think they said we've got nine races in 11 weeks after oh. the break, which is intense. But um, Steph, who needs a big second half of the season? Sergio Perez. Boom. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, why is that? That is because it's a bit up in the air whether he'll be on the grid next year. He could get an extra extension with Red Bull. I personally don't think any of the other Red Bull juniors are going to be ready to be in that Red Bull seat. So the only logical person you want to put in it is either Alex Albon or Sergio Perez. Now, it doesn't really make sense to put Albon back in it because we already know that Sergio has been performing to a much higher level, much higher standard than Albon was performing when he was in that Red Bull. However, if he keeps having god-awful weekends like he had at Silver... This weekend wasn't so much his fault, but Silverstone last weekend... Was not a great weekend for him in the sprint race. Obviously ended right back down at the back because he spun and then just was unable to get anywhere during the actual race. So bad weekend for Sergio last weekend. Um, If he keeps falling back like that, because uh, there was one point where he was P3 in the championship and that is exactly where Red Bull want him to be. And Red Bull have gone in for this Constructors' Championship this year. They have put every egg in their basket into 2021. And if they cannot pull out a result in 2021, then I don't know when the next time is that they'll actually have a chance for a championship because we all know that they've been focusing heavily on this year and not the new regulations too, like some of the other teams have been focusing on. So it's all to play for for Red Bull. And if Sergio Perez cannot be the second driver that Red Bull need, then he's going to be the person that ends up losing them the Constructors title. And... I would not want to be Sergio Perez in that situation because we all know what Red Bull is capable of. Yeah, he just needs to sort it out, be a little bit closer to Max, be there to pick up the points when Max isn't like Silverstone. And yeah, I just think he needs to sort him out, sort himself out. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. 100%. I, um... It's a funny one. Funny one, Perez. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Perez is a great midfield driver. Do I think Sergio Perez is a top two, top three team driver? No. Do I think Sergio Perez is better than Valtteri Bottas? No. Um, I just... I, oh. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. And I don't even read Bottas. But I just... I don't... I don't... get this feeling from... Okay. Perez. You cut out and came back in and all I heard was... 
So, um, what is your reaction to what I just said? <laughs> sorry, I think I'm really, I'm, I think I'm really laggy. So, sorry, everyone. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, what, what did you say? Oh, I was just like, wow! I can't believe that you uh, rate Perez. No, you rate Bottas higher than Perez because I always thought that Checo was really, really strong in race pace, and I still believe that. I just think he's had a, a few dodgy races, but I would one hundred percent rate Sergio Perez higher than Valtteri Bottas. I think he's been screwed over in his Formula One career. Like he started off with McLaren right as they were just going downhill. So it it was like okay, you don't yeah. actually get a shot at top team, but like he won in Baku. He was like in place to win, and do you know what? He would have I mean, actually won on track, probably. No, no, because Red Bull screwed up his pit stop, if you remember, and it just so happened that they screwed it up oh, yeah, when Matt when Max was coming through. So I think it was a conspiracy to make sure that Max stayed in the lead and Sergio Perez did not end up in front of him. So, but we won't go into that conspiracy. But yeah, I just think I just really rate Checo. I think he's the best second driver that you've got on the grid right now. Um. After you, Danny. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think about this. The last statement that's just been said there, and if I agree or not. But before we get best second driver out of what the top. Out of oh, we've seen it. Out of what the top three teams, top which? Or we just saying the whole grid? Yeah, he's the best. He's the best second driver. Yeah, the whole grid. Yeah, whole grid. There's a, the, uh, okay, so let's let's go to Ferrari. Is Checo Perez? Yeah, you're gonna do that. I knew you're gonna do that. Knew you're gonna do that. <laughs> is Checo Perez that. better than Carlos? Is he better than Carlos Sainz? Well, how many race wins does Carlos have? None. How many race wins does Checo have? One, two. Actually, he's got two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You. You. Okay. I'm gonna leave it, Tandy. I'm not good at this arguing stuff. She's making points that I'm not even good at arguing. Well, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm doing. I tried to make a point. She doused it. I tried to come and fly. She doused it. I feel water, like so. this race wins prove that he's not a driver. It's Is a, that what we're using as the measurement of good second driver? Race wins. It's one metric. We don't have to use that as the metric. I feel it's one metric, but it's not. It is one metric. Deal. We could use I... a whole bunch of metrics. I feel like your statement isn't the most maddest statement because if we were going to talk maybe top three, they would maybe make top three. But I do think there are duos like Ferrari who may not have both their drivers have amazing wins, but we definitely see great sportsmanship and coercion, if that's the word. Coercion is not the word, no. 
that's not it, is it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that is not it. Isn't coercion like a fight? Coercion is me like kind of forcing you to do something. It's like. <laughs> Uh, well like, we went into we went into a different conversation <laughs> but, yeah but you know, i mean i do feel like maybe um they do work well together yeah better than, yeah better than them man yeah. yeah yeah but i hear it i definitely hear your statement it's not the wildest what would be wild is like saying Nikita Mazepin works well with his, with freaking. That's crazy. But it's not the wildest, so I hear it still. I hear it. No, look, I think uh, I think I'm in agreement as well. Mm. Um, it's not wild, maybe, and maybe I might want to take back. The yeah, podcast it's a bit of like a, a Nando's medium, but yeah, not on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was I going to say? Um, so, Tandy. Yes. Um, who needs a big second half of the season? Um, I have a list. She has got a oh, list. She came prepared. <laughs> the Australian who needs his legacy to be better than Mark Webber's. Um, Tsunoda. Yeah. Um, who else needs a great comeback season? George, because now that you got the points, now that you now that you're in the clubhouse, show us show us what you've bought. So What's in the rucksack? <laughs> yeah, it's never enough. What more do you want? From him? What, what more do you want? This guy is getting to keep three points. He's I don't know what's wrong with me. I just, uh, I just crave more. Like I feel like you, George was your son. He'd be coming home with A's. A's. He's like, it's not an A plus. What are you doing in school? Oh, <laughs> so yeah, those are my top three. I want to see better. Okay. Don't expect much from Nikita Mazepin. Just continue to look pretty and bring in the Russian money. I guess. Try not to hit everyone when you spin. Is that your vibe? <laughs> Man's not doing <laughs> a very good job. Is it, is it, is it the egg? Is the egg end? Is that, is that what it's doing? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, okay, no. Nyasha? Would you like to tell us something? I'll step in. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I agree. Everyone says you have to give Ricardo more time, but if it's anyone else, we'd be on their arse. But... Okay, we'll give you more time. We'll give you more time. You better. Um, look, I've... I mean, I don't know if I'm actually arguing this. If Ricardo was Butters, he would not be getting the same chance he that he is now. He oh, didn't have that cute God. smile. You think oh, his... if he was, if he, if he looks like Kane from wrestling, no one. Kane would from be... wrestling is kind of cute. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. Well, he's not. Let me tell you that now. He's he, he was awful. So I'm, I'm saying, like, if Daniel Ricciardo didn't have, have the, a pretty face and a yeah. child of personality, and his everyone would be Australian like, accent. Yeah, look at you. And that cute it? smile. Maybe yeah. he wouldn't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> but look, we'll, we'll give him a blow. Um, 
Oh, and I want to see. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's your turn. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Who do you want to see? I also want to see Lando do amazing stuff. Continue, Broski, because wow, I'm a Lando Norris stand. By the way, you guys, I've I've definitely certified my way in there. Like, yeah, yeah, I like Broski. I'm not even outside the hotel. I'm penthouse suite. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, cool. No, you're the same <laughs> level. Same level. You're not with the riffraff that Sky nah. keeps going on about. Sky <laughs> really obsessed with the women waiting for Lando Norris outside the hotel. Yeah, would you? Not, would not stop. And they're jealous, bro. These, you know, when a man is, you can tell a man is jealous. Yeah. If they've got a new car, they'd be like, oh, you've seen the new car that Lando Norris that Lando's got. driving. I'm not sure, I'm sure he can't afford that car. Like they're noisy, they're nosy neighbours, bro. Yeah, they are. Sky, I just... Do you know who I'm enjoying at the moment? ESPN. Oh, yeah. ESPN are doing amazing stuff on socials as well. They're savages. Love that for them. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, they're um, so my... funny on Twitter. Really? I've never... I don't think I even follow it. That's really bad. Anyway. Follow ESPN, they're savvy. Uh, I will do. Um, you were okay. That makes me feel good because uh, we can be savage. And then I'm like, we? Oh. Huh? We? Pardon? Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Nah, I'm terrible at <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Nyasha, you anyway, were saying. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, in, I'm in agreement, to be honest. Um, but I was going to say, anyone, I mean, someone asked, whether um, whether Valtteri Bottas's grid penalties is going to make it hard for him to come through the pack in Belgium, and whether that's going to affect whether Mercedes keep him on or not. But I think you know, I think I said it's most likely that's going to be decided before the before the summer breaks over. So I just think whatever happens with Bottas, whatever in second half of the season, really? I'm sure he'll have a look. Do you, do you, I, I just think the longer they leave it, the more intense the questioning is going to get. Uh, and I just think... But Mercedes is... I don't own... think Mercedes have ever been the kind of team that's just like, let me bin my driver halfway through the season. Not even halfway through the season. Like, let me just sack him off. Like, bye, Valtteri. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see an answer until the constructors is wrapped up. And I feel like I feel like we all know what it is. Yeah. I feel like George knows man's going to be in that seat, but I feel like that announcement is not going to come, and that Val- Valtteri Bottas is not going to be cut until like late on in the season. Like mm. I'm thinking race 18 at the very earliest. I don't even know which race race 18 is, but wow. like I'm thinking late on in the season. I think that's uh, nice. I think that's going to be around. Maybe like a double Austin race, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, around that time potentially. Um, wow, look, we'll see. He needs a better half of the season. Then I, I will say that he, um, he, if he can get like a couple of wins, it changes everything. Um, even just not one, but if he had a like a light to flag victory. I think it would, like at Belgium or well, probably not Belgium, but at Zandvoort maybe, uh, maybe uh, then it would help him. But we shall see. I'm not holding my breath, um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Look, that was a crazy, 
absolutely crazy race and it was an absolute pleasure to, to have you on step. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. I had a great time. Yeah. Loved having you. You're actually the first northerner after myself on this, <gasps> on this, um, on this Can't believe I'm the first. Happened. We're halfway through the bloody season and I'm the first northerner you've had on. I was going to say, I feel like... Who else did we have who was from up north? Well, we had someone who shall be named. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Damn. 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 But um, where can people find you on social media and YouTube? Because you've got a great YouTube channel as well. You guys can find me. I'm all about Steph One everywhere on TikTok, Twitter, Insta. Come find me. Come hang out with me. It's been a while since I've made any decent content, but there's a lot of vlogs for you to watch over the course of July if you'd like to go and indulge. So. But yeah, love to see some of you over there. Wicked. Thank you so much, Steph. Um, Tandy, any last words? School's out. Summer, summer, summer time. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, if you'd like, we're we're now on a hiatus. Hiatus? Hiatus, yeah. Three weeks? Three weeks. Um, I'm outside. I think Nyash is kind of outside. Three. If you see us about, please say hello. Take a yeah. picture of us. I can't remember <laughs> where I met someone who did listen to the podcast. I was definitely drunk. I don't know if they were gassing me, though. It wasn't. Yeah. Pretty cool. That was, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, so if you, if you see us about, shout us. But please, I'm being serious about these. Apple reviews, you guys. I'm being dead serious. I want no, to see yeah, Apple sure. reviews, please. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do like a little campaign over. Yeah. Over the summer break, let's get these Apple in. Um, if you're listening so far, yeah. thank you so much. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Spotify, Twitter, Insta. We're at over a thousand two hundred on Twitter. I can't believe it. So many people are so following many us, people. and um, with more power, the sillier the account's going to get. I'm not going to lie to you. Yep. The more you enable us to chat shit, the, the, more the shit, we're yeah, going to get. The fan cams are going to get more ridiculous. Yeah. The, the edits are going to get more ridiculous. Um, and, and I'll that, and I'll stop gatekeeping the tops, guys. I didn't mean it. Yeah, no, no. Tandy's going to give up the details for the tops. <laughs> Fucking hell. Unbelievable. Oh, I was like, this I'm is sorry. bad PR. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, people are going to unfollow us. They're going to be like, Tandy's a bitch. Tandy's a bitch. Oh, she God. doesn't even tell us. Don't tell her that. You need no to make cut. the video so they know. It was, it's not my choice. <laughs> Well, people were calling you stunning and you were just airing it. I was like... You need to tell them. Fucking hell. Okay. Well, look, guys, 
we're going to get off. We will see you at the next Grand Prix in three weeks. We're going to take a little break now. Steph, thank you so much for coming on. Tandy, thank you for being you. We're going to go toodle pip. Goodbye. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Tandy. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show, Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us. Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com slash twoblackgirlswomenx. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>